The church is God's institution for the manifestations of His purposes on earth. Power Jesus has given you is not for your room. It is to tread on serpent and scorpion. You are the man who has obtained mercy. When he puts something in past tense, it means that it is not being renewed every day. It is not renewed towards you every day. It is already there towards you. You already have it. It already belongs to you. You are praying. And you remember. And in all matters of wisdom of which they inquired of Daniel, he was found to be ten times better than all his peers. I'm ten times better than all my peers. I can determine where my life will go to through prophecies. I can determine what God is going to do with my life through prophecies. If you prophesy more, you will fear less. The words of our mouth takes us captive. That means when I speak success, success captivates me. When I speak boldness, boldness captivates me. When I speak prosperity, prosperity captivates me. When I speak success in the ministry, success in the ministry captivates me. And what I'm saying is I trap my destiny with the word. I trap my destiny with prophecy. Hallelujah. I can see you're excited to be in Supernatural. A year of giant accomplishment. I'm excited too to be around. And I welcome everyone who has traveled in and stretched themselves to be here over the course of the meeting. Our partners, everyone, members in diaspora who made it here. Um, I hope to shake you, or at least give you a hug before you leave this meeting. Amen. Feel free to greet me if I don't escape. Hallelujah. Are you ready for the first session? Glory to God. Just lift your hands and give God praise this morning. Thank you, Jesus. Take the stage, Lord, and have your way. I'm your vessel and nothing more. When you are done, Please take the glory I'm satisfied Just to see you glorified Take the stage, Lord And have your way Lord, I'm your vessel and nothing more. And when you are done, please take the glory. I'm satisfied just to see you glorified. We thank you. 
we bless your name we ask that you do your utmost best in our midst thank you for gathering us on this mountain of encounters thank you because each and every person is going to live with a miracle thank you for the avalanche of your glory that is present here thank you for a new order of power thank you for a new order of glory thank you for new type of miracles that will happen to your people that will draw in people from all over the nations of the earth let the angels of this anointing position themselves in time and in space at the appointed time let them do my words lord everything you have shown me let it happen on this mountain all glory shall be yours all honor shall be yours and all thanks shall be yours in jesus precious name give the lord a big shout of praise hallelujah welcome once again to supernatural life conference 2022 it's going to be one with a serious difference for you your lives will never remain the same again you will be touched you'll be transformed you become a new man entirely he said and you will meet some prophets on the mountain he said and when you see these prophets on the mountain he said you will join them and you'll prophesy with them he said and then when you are done prophesying he said you will be a changed man there is something that comes upon people that shifts them it happens on mountains mountains are portals of encounters they are places where you bring expectations to and you go with more than you bargained for it means that god is going to meet you way beyond your expectations on mountains like this you come to meet god's anointed the bible says when Saul turned back from Samuel, his heart was changed. God gave him a new heart. The theme of this Supernatural Life Conference is giant accomplishment. And God is giving you a new heart. Praise God forevermore. We'll start this morning with the message Prayer Responses for Giant Accomplishments. Prayer Responses for Giant Accomplishments. For nothing you feel my heart. Read my letter. 
so I can worship and adore you. You are my shepherd. You are my Jesus. You are my Lord. Thank you, Jesus. From the something anything that passes through that thing slides 
it represents ease it means from this meeting somebody who has been struggling struggles have been eliminated from your life whatever you get into moves with speed and moves with ease I'm seeing someone the person will turn around under the power now and give a scream why there are so many turn around it's so wonderful to know that Jesus died for me there are sudden turnarounds on this mountain. Kayabasata Lebrede. I said there are sudden turnarounds on this mountain. You know, they tell you things like in life, you start curling, you stand, then you curl. Then you run, then you fly. This mountain, you start flying from crawling. There are certain turnarounds, remarkable takeovers, and amazing restorations. Prayer is a major machinery that we use to birth giant accomplishments supernaturally on earth in this supernatural life conference one of the things that god wants to do for each and every one of you is to make giant accomplishments a part and parcel of your lives and so one of the ways that gets done is by that supernatural tool of prayers there are many things needed to experience giant accomplishments through us and most of the things that we need they exist in the realm of the spirit you know for you to do anything big everything is not about money Glory to God. Many of the things we need for giant accomplishments exist in the realm of the Spirit. And this is why for you to be able to do big things, you cannot use motivation for it. If you think big, you will grow big. You won't grow big if you think big. Because you can be thinking big and when there is no power to get out what is inside of you then your thought dies as a dream it takes power to move things on this earth it takes power to break things on this earth it takes power to get things to come forth and for us to enter into giant accomplishments imagine you're here and god has said move to the stadium 
I want to do a crusade through you in the stadium. Maybe you are here and God has shown you a multi-billionaire corporation. He said, I want you to start this because I want you to be paying 50,000 people monthly. I want you to take up and up the streets. So I said, all I need to do is just to dream that I can achieve it and I will achieve it. Now lie. Dreaming is not bad. But if you end in the dream, you will end in the dream. It takes power. Look, one of the things you know that you need for any big thing is resources. Material resources. Human resources. Financial resources. Who doesn't need money here? Who doesn't need mega money here? To fulfill what is not only money, human resources. But we know that the things that we need to fulfill destiny are only commanded supernaturally. Money answers to power. Human, human beings respond to the favor of God upon your life. It's not to your talk. A woman knew the president of this nation and she needed to travel out and there was spiritual embargo on her life. Nobody in her family had ever traveled out. Now she's very rich, very prosperous. I think what happened was she wanted to travel out at a point she was doing well with a group of expatriates and she wanted to travel out. And her parents said, you cannot go. We don't want you to go. Our only daughter. And then, you know, they said, the night before you will go, let us pray for you. And they laid us on her and reversed the thing. She went back to the company. She lost the favors, lost everything. She still went ahead and became rich in life. Very rich. But then it was time to travel again. And then she got to the airport. No visa, no visa. Stamped, rejected, 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 rejected. Uh -uh. So she went ahead and met the president of our country. Who wrote a letter to the embassy for her. And when it got there, they rejected And the president of our nation met the president of U.S. and said, I have somebody that I need to come into your country. Say, okay, take this note and give it to them at the embassy. They rejected. It means you can know the highest man and nothing is high in your life. Until you cross into the place of prayers and start changing things. Many times you will remain little. We must step into the place of prayer and begin to shift things. Prayer is that one place where we can make the power of God available for destiny fulfillment. You need loads, kilovolts, kilowatts of power. Megawatts. Look, if all you want to do in life is to be able to feed, you don't need much power. Feed, collect, amraba salary, you know, buy one car per time we don't need more than two cars one for myself one for my wife you know some people say it's just for us to have something to move my friend if one car spoils on you you are in trouble change your pictures two cars if one spoils the two of you will be sharing one you need like five i didn't come here to tell you how you should get cars I'm talking about destiny fulfillment. 
what you need to cause these things that God has said to you to come to pass is the power of God. You must know that. You must keep it at the back of your mind. The forces that move the earth and move people to respond to us are spiritual. I know what I'm saying to you. And it is my sincere desire that each person will be able to catch what I'm saying to them this morning and run out to go and produce results with it. And that's what's going to happen. The favor of God is needed. I said the forces that make the earth respond and that makes men respond to us, they are spiritual. One of the major forces we know is favor. Favor. Look at the Israelites. They needed to move out of Egypt. And if they moved out of Egypt without anything, they would have been broke. They would not have been able to build a temple to worship God. They would not have been able to buy anything. They would not have been able to build anything. They would not have been able to transact. But something happened. God told them, go and ask the Egyptians for anything that you want. I have given you favor in their sight. His mouth you used to ask. His favor you used to collect. So, somebody says, you know, one of the things you need to do to be able to get any contract is to improve your public speaking skill. Praise God, though. Improve your public speaking skill. But make sure there is power on the table. Because when you are done presenting what makes sense, it is compulsion that comes on people to release to you. You ask people, how was the interview? I know it was very good. You know why they say I know it was very good? Because they spoke well. Three weeks, they've not responded to you. Four weeks, they've not called you back. Six weeks, this is the 20th application. It is turning around on this mountain. This is the 30th application. I say, I don't know what's going on. And I usually speak well. It is not oratory skill that you used to take over. It's power. And this power is made available in prayers. Glory to God forevermore. And you look at these folks coming out of the land of Egypt. And then suddenly you see them standing in front of the Red Sea. (laughs) Can you motivate the Red Sea to part? (laughs) There are problems in life motivation has no answer to. Just believe you can do it. Enter, swim across. I'm not against motivational speakers. If you are one here, it's okay. Just make sure you succeed. But motivation does not change anybody. You can do it, you can do it, you can do it, you can do it, you can. Now you're in front of Red Sea, you do it. It was preservation power at work. And what we are telling you is that this power can be made available in prayers. And there are prayer responses for giant accomplishments that bet big things in your life. <laughs> there are things that you can never do without angelic activities just take it there are increases you can never see without angels working for you <laughs> Jacob has no way of matching two goats that are white to bring spotted goats unless angels interfere and from this mountain there are angelic interferences I said there are angelic interferences. 
you don't have to see them. You don't have to see them. But you need this. These are the things you need for giant accomplishment. Not just a degree. A degree is good. A master's is good. A PhD is good. But PhD with power gives the devil permanent head damage. PhD. Without power, a man will look like a useless man, even with PhD. You have not seen men that are professors in America and now they are sitting there in their village drinking alcohol and telling you that the reason why they came back is they just love village life. They fired them. They had PhD but they had no power. They had research science but they had no research power. It takes power to dominate. Glory to God. If I can just work hard, you know, with my bosses, this meeting I'm, I'm preaching eight sessions. This is number one. Number one. You can just, you know, you know, let's just work hard. We'll talk about that one later. Tomorrow in the evening, the honor of God. Let's work hard. If I please my boss, you will finish pleasing your boss. Another boss will sack you. Hey, <laughs> hey. You will finish pleasing your boss like this, and they will be at promotion board trying to decide promotion. And it's that boss that will say, She's hard working, but I don't think she has the clout to take that position. You know what I'm talking about. You know, people that are hard working, but you cannot commit anything to them because you don't think they can carry it. That perception is spiritual. You can shift it because the question is what else should that guy do? He's already hard working, he dresses well to office, he resumes at 8 a.m. But they look at him, say he does not he doesn't look like the person for the position. What is on him that they say he does not look like it? That is why some people have been reading your CV, but they can't see. But from today, visibility has come. Visibility has come. Man, Regida by Ashaga. Ah, if I can just practice my skill every morning, I, I'm sure they will choose me. The footballers of Nigeria are not the best footballers in Nigeria. Time and chance happen to them, and time and chance is happening to you. God is making spaces for you in tight places where they have said that nobody could enter into. By the power of the Holy Ghost, you are entering into them. It takes power to command nine digits, to command ten digits. It takes power to command nations. It takes power to take control of sectors. This morning, that power is entering into your hands. Dress the way you want to be addressed. A man that touches power has gone beyond the laws of branding. He is already dressed the way he wants to be addressed. There are people that dress well on the street. They are broke. Very broke. 
and every time you meet them, you say, ah, this guy really has a, a good self-esteem. He doesn't have anything, but see how he dresses. You know he doesn't have much, but he's dressing, and you'll be praising him. And you you'll be happy. It's not people praising you for how you dress that enriches you. Meanwhile, there are people that are wearing palm, rubber. They are billionaires. And they go late for meetings. Time is very important in life if you are going to prosper. It is good to be a person of integrity, but time does not pay. The time you, you get to meeting does not pay you anything. Thank you for coming ATM. Take one million naira check. What if you are even going to go and do nonsense meeting? Every time you arrive at 8 a.m., you are always early for meeting, but there's nothing said in the meeting. Integrity is one thing. Discipline, diligence is on one end. Power to break through is on another end. They are different. Don't link them. Diligence, integrity is how we maintain what God has broken us into. But it is power you used to break through. Of course, your diligence, your integrity can get you into certain places that you'll be able to compete with others. Where they'll say, choose this one, choose this one, choose this one, who will go? That is because you have been full of integrity and competence. We want to send people abroad for training, choose so-so-so, so-so-so, and so-so-so because they have been competent. Isn't it? But who will go is the one whose head is higher. And as long as you are on this earth, you have to understand that your head must be tall. Prayer remains one, one major response tool that we use to activate these forces or the agents that unlock the forces of our breakthrough. The forces we need for the accomplishment of giant things on this earth. And when you look at many of the fathers of faith, both in scriptures, in real life that we know of, that accomplished great things, you will know one thing that they understood is the power of prayers. Some of them said, it's as if God will do nothing unless man prays. Another one said, now we are sure that God cannot do anything unless a man prays. God has left himself at the mercy of man in a way. If you leave things the way they are, you will not stand a chance. If you leave things to chance, you won't stand a chance. If God is God, I know I will arrive at my destiny. You won't arrive home. Some people, they will have an accident. They will not die. They say, I know that because my time has not come. So the one who died, this time came. That's why he died. People are being caught short in the prime of their days. And if God wants us alive, you, want, you better speak long life over yourself. And don't leave your life to chance. Then it's God that keeps now. But he keeps what you say. He told the Israelites, he said, as you have said in my ears, that's what I will do. He said, why is it that these people are murmuring? He said, clear, let me deal with them. Why? Their murmurings got to his ears. He said, the cry of those that have worked, that need their wages, have come to the ears of the Lord of Sabaoth. The Lord of Sabaoth listens so that he will know whom he will rise up on his behalf. 
The eye of the Lord moves to and fro, moving around the earth, looking for those on whose behalf he will show himself strong. If you live your life to chance, no way. No way. Many times we know prayers to be communication with God, to be fellowship with God, but there is a way we might not see prayers that can hinder how much we experience in our journey to bigger things with God. And that is seeing prayer as a response. Seeing prayer as a response. Throughout scriptures, we will see when men began to pray, it was always in response to something. Go and check. Always in response to something. Always in response to an information. In response to an impending danger. In response to a perceived assignment. In response to the bigness of God. To the agitibatiousness of God. In response. And this man seems to understand the prayer equation in getting things done and getting things affected by the power of God. So that was why whenever they saw anything, they responded with prayers. They knew that whatever is the bridge between what I'm seeing and what I need to see is prayers. The bridge between what you are currently seeing and what you need to see is prayers. Oh, prayer is a major bridge. So, seeing prayer as a response to God's pullings, God's dealings with us, positions us to manifest giant accomplishments in life. See, prayer is your response to. That's the summary of what I'm saying. Prayer is, your, is one of your major response tools. You see, a person that understands this has removed a major problem from hesitance to pray in his life or called hesitance to pray if you understand this thing you pray more if you understand this thing you have lesser problems with your prayer life because prayer is not what you use to mark calendar with God that you are doing well prayer is not a thermometer before God of your righteousness it can be a thermometer of how your spiritual life is. But God is not counting your prayers to tell that you are righteous or not. Prayer has its functions. And there is nowhere in the Bible that shows us that one of the functions of prayers is to commend you before God. That once you pray for two hours every day, you are a good Christian. I have not found it yet. I have only found people praying for certain reasons. Prayer is a response. Now, somebody might mix this up and say, hey, but we're not supposed to just be praying for things every time. Can't you be in the place where we are just worshipping God, worshipping God? I have two answers for you. Number one is, if you need things, ask for things. You can be worshipping God and, be, and just keep being broke. With all the thanksgiving, Huh? Because of that religious disposition, you won't receive anything. But then, the other answer is that even in the prayer of thanksgiving, we are responding to God. So, I did not say that, you know, 
prayer is only used to ask for things. I said, prayer is a response to. Note that. Seeing prayer as a response tool is important. And any man that will do great things for Christ must encounter supernatural agents, challenges, opportunities, burdens that he must respond to with prayers if he will bear those things for God. There are things that must come in your way. There are challenges you must face. There are opportunities that must be before you. If you are going to see great things pulled out of you. Because if you leave man in his comfort zone, he will never stretch to do anything big. So, man must be moved like this. Jacked up. Embattled. For big things to come out of him. Big things are not coming out because you are too calm. Big things are not coming out because you are seeking comfort. But today, that comfort thinking is destroyed. I said, the comfort thinking is destroyed. Amen. So, the things to be encountered have been engineered or allowed by God to pull greatness out of you. And these things are always so strong that the urge to pray becomes an automatic response that we must teach you to cooperate with. What do I mean by that? It's simple. It means when I'm done teaching you, you will not have learned how to pray. You will pray. Because what we are teaching you to do is to cooperate with an existing urge. We are not trying to get you to do something you are not used to. Many of you are used to having burdens. You just don't know how to interpret it. Many of us are used to carry... To, to, we know what it feels like to be dissatisfied with life. To be dissatisfied with status quo. To be dissatisfied with the way my life is looking ordinary. That thing is capital for prayer. And so, when a man understands this, prayer is never supposed to be difficult. Prayer becomes an automatic response, not a forced response. That's why I want to teach you to cooperate with it. Glory to God forevermore. So, I'm going to teach you seven responses of prayer. Seven responses. Glory to God forevermore. Number one, prayer responses to divine desires. Prayer responses to divine desires. Mark chapter 11 verse 24. Whatsoever you desire, when you pray, believe that you have received and you shall have. The desires we have in prayers... They are God's agents to pull greatness out of us. You know that thing that is burning in your heart currently? That thing 
that if you come to pray, you put before God as a desire is needed for you to be able to do big things. You must not cut down your pictures. You must not play down on your desires. That desire for greatness, that desire for largeness, that desire to birth something that no man has ever seen, to do what no man has ever done, to bless humanity, to change the earth, to change the landscape of the earth, that desire is God's supernatural agent for giant accomplishments and you must learn to respond to it. See, there is nothing you want to become that you can't become. And better put for the Christian, there is nothing God has shown you in your heart as a picture that you can't attain to. Some of you, when you were praying, when you were young, you had pictures. But when you grew up, they told you adulthood happened. It's not adulthood that happened. It is unbelief that happened. It is time to reawaken those dreams. Because on these mountains, those dreams are being reawakened. Divine desires are desires that come to us from God directly. In Psalms chapter 37 and verse 4, it tells us that we should delight ourselves in the Lord and it shall give us the desires of our hearts. That desires of our hearts doesn't necessarily speak about, you know, God is going to give you what you love to have. It's telling you that God is going to put in your heart what you are supposed to desire. Desire is supernatural. But where we have been taught wrongly, we have been taught to see desire only as something that is lustful. So when you desire something great happening to you, that religious mindset tells you that it is that part of you that is selfish, that is craving for something. What you need to do before you reject desires is to analyze them. What is the end of this desire? Where is this desire taking me to? Before you conclude that it is lust that is reigning in your heart, analyze your desire. Don't allow religion lay a hold on you. Don't allow religion make you to cut down on your passions, on your desires, on the things that are ringing in your heart, that you know that God has set to bless the kingdom, to bless humanity. Glory to God forevermore. So, desires can be put in people by God or desires can be defined as the burnings in a man's heart that are consistent with divine purpose there are things in your heart burning, burning desires they are consistent with divine purpose burning desires in your heart things that are ringing in your heart Gideon was there. He was threshing wheat. But the Bible says when the angel of God appeared to him, he said, Thou mighty man of Allah. The first question Gideon answered, If God be with us, then where are all the things we have heard of? 
there was something that was burning in his earth there was a deliverance he was trying to see there's somebody that has been shouting in my generation why is it that i cannot see cancers yield like pure water why is it that i cannot see billions flow in the way we saw it in the word of god i've come to tell you that the best days of the church are not in the past they are now they are in the present you see instead of asking questions that don't matter respond with prayers when desires come to you you answer with prayers in fact how do you know god is in it if you don't pray killing your desires is as bad as aborting a baby because who told you it was you that conceived it a baby is a gift of god you don't abort a baby for any reason as a pastor we handle different cases we have seen people that got pregnant out i mean outside wedlock terrible bad not good but god loves them we cannot push them to satan to destroy them you have to help them you have to take care of them and you cannot say they have lost their salvation you just have to help them and restore them but i have never seen someone that say pastor i am pregnant outside marriage and i say yeah go and abort but we abort our ideas freely because tangible things mean more to us than intangible things we have forgotten that what controls the tangible is the intangible betting of destinies karate baradias listen one child is one baby if you abort a divine desire you have killed a generation because that thing that is a desire that you think is just you who is thinking about it god wants to use it to feed the nation there are people here that are destined to liberate africa you have seen it that a day will come when i will liberate this nation and they told you that when you were supposed to say oh, you are president you are president well done well done well done, well done. Well done. The people that eventually became presidents, they knew it from when they were young. They stayed with it till it happened. The only reason why another person will not be that is because he drops it. They tell you, grow up. These are the places where we use the word up in a negative way. Grow up. Wake up. <laughs> you see, when they tell you grow up, agree. Because, yes, I should grow up to match my vision. When they tell you wake up, it means, yes, stop dreaming. It's time for actualization. Don't wake up from the dream into oblivion. And the only way you can have that automatic response that will help you take your desires is when you respond with prayers. Desires must be responded to with the energies of prayers that desire to take your sector you must answer to it with the energies of prayer you see that urge to see prophecies fulfilled in your life is desire you must respond to it with prayers daniel said when i saw that the years that were spoken by prophet jeremiah that we are that the children of Israel were supposed to have been liberated from their captivity was passed then i set myself to pray daniel chapter 9 verse 2 and 3 i set myself 
It means that as he read that prophecy, he said, ah, ah, we are supposed to be delivered. That is a desire to see what has been spoken come to pass. You don't start discussing it on newspaper. You respond with prayer. Never talk away a desire. Pray it in. Desires are not for friendly conversations. They are for prayers with friends. Because you can see that, say, do you know that this prophecy that pastor spoke is supposed to come to pass? By now, we should have been working in the reality of it. Blah 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 blah. And then, you know, your friend will agree with you. Oh yeah, that's true. I'm supposed to be working in it. In fact, it's very important. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. You finish talking, everybody will feel good, but nothing has happened. It takes prayer to bed desires, knowing that there is a problem. And not being able to bring utterance out in prayers is a big problem. Knowing that there is something you need to lay hold on and utterance can't come out. Knowing that you need a healing and utterance cannot come out. Knowing that you need success and utterance cannot come out. Knowing that you need a breakthrough. You are in a tight place and you can sense that something big is about to happen and you can't pray is a problem. Isaiah chapter 37 verse 3 tells us we have come to the bath and there was no strength. There was no strength. There was no strength. No strength to bring forth. How can you come to bath and no strength to bring forth? These burning desires must be responded. You must take your nation. You must take your city. Your sector must answer to you. Giant accomplishment must become a supernatural faculty to you. Labor Say with me, challenges are my food. Opportunities are my food. I hit them up. You should always be willing to be challenged for the kingdom. And many times, these burning desires often comes to men with tasks that have to do with the deliverance of a generation. If you have sensed that thing in your heart, there's a generation that needs to be delivered by you. There are people that are hanging on your necks. That thing that makes you weigh down every day. You see people roaming the streets, you are not comfortable your heart is reaching out to them you look at unemployment rates there is grief in your heart and it's not the grief of this country we are finished I want to travel out the grief is that things can be better than this run away from people that will douse that fire enter into prayers respond with prayers respond with prayers Gideon God had destined him to set Israel free well, will I say God destined him or God was looking for somebody that had a burden? Preservers of generation. You want to experience a deliverance in your life? It's as simple as that. You already have the raw material for a miracle. Ah, desire is a raw material. See, there are people that know that they want breakthrough. There's no desire. Everybody wants to prosper in life now. How many people do you know are intentional about it? Intentionality is a gift from heaven. 
that you are intentional about your life is raw material. That's desire. That's desire. Have you not had times where you thought, I think I should have this thing and I want to pray about it. Then you now went to start praying. And when you started praying, you know, another thing took your mind off it. Then I pray, 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 pray. One week, two weeks, three weeks, one month later, you now remember, ah, there's something I'm supposed to pray about. I'm not really praying about it. Can you see? No desire. Do you know that somebody can be sick and there's no desire to be healed? If we pray about his prosperity, pray about every other thing, then you just say, Father, I'm healed in Jesus' name, and go away. Then we forget for another one month and remember, I'm supposed to be praying about my health. But when desire comes and that thing grips you and you say enough is enough, the miracle has started. God has a plan for the liberation of generation through your hands. Run away from everywhere that will calm the fire of your desires down. Run away. Run away. Because every time you have a divine desire, Victory is in sight. I have had this thing many times in my life. Many, many times. Many, many times. There was a time I wanted to see some dimensions of healing, you know. And because I studied medicine, you know, my mind can block some things easily. So, you've seen some of these sicknesses and you have seen them physically with your eyes. And you know that it's not a joke. So it's not like somebody's imagination that when you just land on a person, the person will just think it away. Then the sickness will go. <laughs> and you know, why is it that this is happening? Why is it that that is happening? Why is it that, you know, why is it that this is... Whenever you are asking questions about things that nobody else is asking questions about, God wants to do something through you in that thing. Many of you, as I'm talking, you already seen areas that I'm talking about. Sit down there and pray. Don't come and ask me, Pastor, what do I do? Am I the one that got the vision? Pray! Do what? Don't start writing proposal. Pray! Swallow the thing first. Stop going around with carnal resources to do what only spiritual resources can do. Proposal is paper. Takes favor to get things done. Takes favor to have people rally around you. You will write proposal till your hand pains you. Until you become a good proposal writer. Yet nothing might shift. And that's why you look at people's lives change. They can put their hands on the points when suddenly there was a spiritual activity that shifted them up. On this mountain, there shall be a coming together of such spiritual activities. We must learn to respond with prayers. As I had that desire for healing, one month straight, one month, that thing burning in my heart. And then, you know, there was a problem that came around around that time that I needed to solve. A health challenge. So it coincided with the time that I was asking all these questions. You know, some people will have these problems and be unhappy. Is God no longer with me? 
Don't be asking this question. That's what the devil wants you to do. Is it that God is not on my side anymore? I'm even discouraged. I'm not even sure I want to go to church again. What is happening? If you fail your exam, you'll come and write it again. Face that problem. That problem is your stepping stone to your next level. (laughs) I'm not trying to say it like this. But you see, be addicted to problems. Stop running away from it. I'm not trying to say that you should always expect problems. But you see all this type of Christianity that you are practicing, that every time, you know, you don't ever want to, if they say, what if this, God forbid, God forbid, God forbid, God forbid, it's a lie. People would think, settle in their hearts, when they say, what if this problem, <laughs> they would all laugh. Come away. If it comes to you, I've crushed it before it came. Ha. Why are you talking like that now? But you see, whenever you see any Christian say, Are you going down? I can never go down in my life. I'm talking about downstairs. Are you the last? I will never be last in my life. I mean, on the queue. And put on the queue. Yeah, let's know you are talking about the queue. Because in my life, I can never be. I went to yesterday and then somebody was telling somebody that they plated the air of their son. And then the small boy. You know, I wonder why you will also be doing that. Some parents, that's why I knew that the parental structure at the moment is terrible and needs salvation. The woman said that they told her, Why are you plating the air of your son? He said, You want to change his destiny. You know, your people are very superstitious. They plate somebody's ear, they say, You want to change his destiny. I think you should be talking about something else. You know? What if he now becomes a bad boy? Say, ah, this plating his ear doesn't make him a bad boy. In Nigeria, when you plate your ear, it's not about what people say about you. Bad boys come for you because you look like them. It means inside. You, you know, plate your ear, plate your ear. I know Christians that plate their ear. They are not bad people. But you see, what are you doing this for? It's fashion. Are you a white man? Look at your ear too. There's a reason in short. Anyway, the woman didn't really care about what her son would turn out to be like. They then said that what if he becomes gay? That you are writing nonsense into his destiny. <sighs> they played a boy's ear. So because of that, he now become gay. I think we should choose our battles better and wiser. I mean, superstitious things going on around, going on around, going on around, going on around, going on around. You need to stand up. You as a person don't need to be doing God forbid, God forbid, God forbid. Let challenges mean nothing to you. I look at people, the weakest Christians are the ones that faint in time of challenge. Because if you faint in the day of adversity, then your strength was small. And is small, not just was. Is. 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 Your strength is shown in your ability to stand. I remember telling my spiritual father, so, so, so happens. And the first thing he said to me, the evil day has come. And I said, what kind of confession is that? Sir, what kind of confession? Who is expecting evil day? Go for me. Sir, you should be saying that. The, 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 see, see, the evil day will come. Even in your mind, I know you're saying, go for me. Go for me. Go for me. 
That's what we are talking about. You see, evil day does not mean that you died. It does not mean sickness came on you. It just means that they came and they threatened that they would demolish your shop. They came and they brought out one policy that can sink your business. <laughs> and this business is already in billions. Pastor, things are wrong. I don't even know. I don't, 30 years in Christ too. I'm tired. I don't know why all these problems are calling me. People leave me. People leave me. People leave me. In fact, I'm even tired of everything. I'm even tired. You don't know how to sow seed. You don't know how to respond with prayers. You know the reason? Because you never thought that challenges can create desires in you that will shift you up. Always desire to see solutions. Don't be a complainer. Once you look at a problem and you start asking, Lord, where is the solution to this thing? Desire will come in you that you must respond to with prayers. So I took that problem and I began to pray. I began to pray and pray and pray. Every evening for one month, I did not eat. Every evening. I will eat. I will go and pray. I was praying about five, six hours every day like that. Just praying, praying, praying. When we came out of that season, first Sundays of glory was the result. Lumps disappearing anyhow, bones being mended anyhow, and it was not shouting. No. It was not the energy of shouting. Just worship, 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 worship. When we are done, somebody is healed of this, rejoice. Somebody is healed of this, rejoice. Somebody is healed of that, rejoice. Uh, come out, check yourself and come out. That's all. So you will not lay hands on them. They are huge. You can heal a generation. That business can enter solidly every state in this nation. And that's why it's happening from this mountain. You must learn to respond with prayers to these divine desires. Because prayer is the building block for successful endeavors, not feasibility studies. Feasibility studies is not the answer to your desires. Go and pray. Go and do what? Then give back to feasibility from it. Because sometimes, what people tell you is the problem of your environment is not. Sometimes you need the spirit of sin and knowing to know. Glory to God. Respond to that desire for massive explosions, massive miracles with prayers. Number two, prayer responses to divine light. You know, we're talking about seven prayer responses. Prayer responses to what? To divine light. Ephesians chapter 1, you look at verse 17, that it will give unto you the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him. The eyes of your understanding being enlightened. So, when we talk about divine light, we are talking about light that comes from God's word. When we are talking about divine light, we are talking about the light from the word of God that eats you on particular areas of your life. You are looking into God's word and something hits you. People of God, don't do like university students. You know, when you're in university, something eats you from God's word like this. You just close the word. Immediately you close the Bible. Come! And start off. And then you start going to your bro in Christ's room. I just saw a mystery. 
I said, what's that? Do you know the mystery of the seven candles? It was just unveiled to me. Then he explained, then when he had daughters come out of your life now. Light is not a debate topic. You are not going to the Bible to go and look for a topic for your colloquium. So that when you now get it, you say, hmm, 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 let me keep that one. <laughs> yeah, you know people that have a lot of revelations that they are usually very proud. They can't put their hand down. And whenever people gather around to share Bible, they talk last. When everybody has finished their submissions, say, brethren, be it known unto you, therefore, <laughs> that these topics which you discuss, they are deeper than this. Let's take a cruise quickly and a deep dive. But guys, English you are talking. English does not change lives. Then you see people they will camp around and comfortably they call themselves word men. They are the word men. They are the word men. What's the proof? Then you now see them arguing, 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 arguing. And as they argue, their shoes are scraping, scraping, scraping under. See, nobody wants to see them in their room. Coco, who is this? Please go. I don't want to see you. I don't want to see you. And then they now say, eh, it's because people are hard of hearing. If people are hard of hearing your gospel, it's because there are no proofs. Yes, it takes a lot for people to resist what has a proof. We practice this in the sanctuary. Enter a room and call all of them's names one after the other. The only person that we argue with you is somebody that has power that refuse can match that. And he tell you there's nothing there and he will call your name too. And when he calls your name, tell him something that he has not told even his deeper priest. Then he will do like this for you. Or wave over him. And fall under power. Then he says, sit down, be it known unto you. He says, yes, power, past power. But to carry Bible every time I say, I saw something when I was studying yesterday. Philippians 4.19. Do you know there's more where it came from? And your neighbor will say, hmm, notice, notice. You know that's how they, all these Rema people do. Notice. Rema, I'm not talking about Kenneth against Rema. I'm talking about people that are dealing with Rema. Before somebody is listening to the message and say, Rema people that I'm talking, no, please, you know. I'm talking about people that share Rema. Let's go there, let's go there. Philippians 4.19. Philippians 4.19. I want you to read it slowly. Look at it deeply. <laughs> Do you notice he said not according? He said according to his riches. I want you to notice something there. Not according to your needs. It's not the body language that used to describe revelation that makes it work. You can eat your tithe all you want. If you don't respond to light with prayers, nothing happens. Light comes to you, not so you can have topic to teach, 
for so that you can have words to go to prayer with. <laughs> because revelation is the fuel for prayer power. Revelation. Daniel said, I saw. Have you seen? When he saw it, suddenly prayers came out of him. When the disciples, the Bible says they lifted up their voices, Acts chapter 1, verse 14 to 26, in one accord, they began to pray. And as they were praying, they were praying. Then suddenly, at this point, they had seen themselves in scriptures. That's why they started praying. They have seen it. They say, Let another man take his bishopric. This is the Psalms that Jesus will read that they will be saying, who is he talking about? Jesus will say, it's me. They will think he was blaspheming. But now, they are seeing it. They say, this thing is talking about us. So Judas has gone home. Let us pray. Let us select a new disciple. It means that that revelation spurred them to pray. There is a light that you must catch about prosperity that will make you pray in mega wealth. There's a light you must catch about evangelism that will make you to win muscles easily. There's a light you must catch about divine health that will make you insist till health comes. In Acts chapter 4, verse 24, 23, the Bible says that they returned back to their company to go and report. Then suddenly, they lifted up <laughs> their voices and they began to say, Lord, you made the heavens and the earth, the sea, all that is in them, and you are the one that by the mouth of David, your servant. They did not say, let us explain something. You know, David said, why do the Eden rage? Do you know that it, it occurred to me that the Eden was talking about are these people? Then all the other disciples said, hmm, hmm, hmm. 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 What, what, what? Let, 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 let's look at that Psalm chapter 2. You know, it says, He that sitteth in the heavens shall laugh. So, you know what we are just going to do right now? Because now we have noticed that this is the people that they are talking about. Because the Bible says that we are seated in heavenly places in Christ. Don't be joining scriptures that are not matching. Seated in every place. So, we are actually the ones seated in Christ. Because we are the ones seated with him. Glory, glory. Can I hear glory from this side? So you know what we are going to do? Right now that those devils are trying to rage. Those heathens are trying to rage. Let's just laugh. Say ha 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 ha. Ha 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 ha. Ha ha ha. You finish laughing. You cry when you get up. What they did. Why do the heathens rage? They vomited fire on their heads. Response, they became bolder and with great power gave the apostles witness to the resurrection of the Lord Jesus and great grace was released. It means you need great grace to match great light. Pray. 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 One of the sages in this nation, he saw Acts chapter 1 verse 8 and you shall receive power. Say, brethren, I want you to notice. It says you shall receive power. Stop talking. When light comes, pray. This is what we bet giant accomplishments. Because can I tell you something? There is a DNA inside you that is wired for greatness and giant things. Many times, the DNA inside you determines a lot what you see in the word of God. So, whenever you are reading, you'll be seeing things nobody else sees. So, don't explain to anybody. Let your results explain. 
let your results do what? Explain. So, because, you know, a man who is a minister, we see the Bible differently from a man that is a businessman. So, what we are seeing is not for Bible study. It's for prayer study. Malagada bredi agashakata. Limbregede bea asaka bredi agasha. Lembregede pida hadia brahia shaka. Lembregede bea. You shall receive power. You shall receive power. You shall. I want you to notice something. He says, yeah, I give you power to tread upon the serpent and scorpion. Whatever God has given, He has given. You don't need to pray for what God has. But you are not walking in this. So you are a good teacher, skillful in the dissection, but nothing in practical. So this man of God said, Lord, give me power. <laughs> So he began to pray and some word men will be laughing at him say it's because he don't, he, he don't know what do he don't know what do he don't know what see let me explain something to you it's better to pray from what you have received than pray to what you have received but before god know for me you don't go to god as a word man he's the one that teaches you you're not the one who teaches him so what you don't know that you don't have you don't have pray about it then let him show you i've given you When he has shown you, I've given you, now pray with the light he has given you. So, you, 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 give me power, give me power. 40 days, no, no show. 120 days. By the time he went like three times on that 40 days, by the third time, he saw it. Ah, ah, you shall receive power. So, I've received power. Pam, blind eyes, everything open. Say, and did he need 40 days to do that? He could have just accepted it. That's how people talk now. That if he had just believed, if he, if he had just put his faith in the word, every, everything will have just. You know what this nice? You know, in our generation, we have nice churches, a lot of nice churches. You know, if you just believe everything, you're gonna have it. If you just, if you just believe it, you're gonna. Nice believers, polished, tush, you know, very skillful combination of English language. If you, if you just believe, if you had just started from the place of believing, he, he could have had it, brethren. I tell you, you could have it. You're still pressing iPad. Or or Oti Weller. You know, you know, you just believe it. You don't need to start from and the man that is talking has not seen one blind eye so it's our generation, eh? It's our generation and in the part of this country that people who know nothing about something are analysts and experts in that field. You know it happens in our generation, just business expert. He's never done one business. He only knows the theory of business. Security analyst. One day an officer I was talking to an officer and he said he said to me, eh, you know, that, that one day he was watching uh, something from one of those people. I say, security expert. He said the guy was just saying nonsense. What I was saying was not correct. Security expert. And you sit down on channel and we carry all of you like this. Carrying it to his body. There is a corridor of revelation knowledge that you see when you start approaching God's word, the light starts opening. You enter that corridor. If you don't keep praying, you won't break out into the room that has all the lights on. You will just see rays of light. You, you can't, that, this is the only reason why we can't stop praying. This, this, that's why Jesus said, Men ought always to pray. 
are not things because there are many things to respond to. As this desire, you are betting it, another one is coming. You say, when are we going to rest from all this prayer? Do you want the desires done? Keep praying. The light you have seen, as it breathed, keep praying. Glory to God. <laughs> many times, prayer is one of the strongest forces that can convert light to life. Light to life. Ah, how many great revelations do you have and you are here today? And you know, yet they've not yielded. They will yield, though. I said they will yield. Let me explain the nature of this meeting to you. When I unleash you to pray, pray. Then when I move in the power, if not prayer fire is doing, just be praying. When I move in the power, this message, you will only go and apply it for the new desires that are coming, not for the ones you came here with. So nobody, we are teaching you for establishment. We are here for sudden turnarounds. So don't say, hmm, that means after this meeting, I need to go and pray about it. Let those desires be coming to the surface. Let those things that you came with here just be burning your heart so that at the appointed time, because one of the agents of God that turns life to life also are the prophets. I was listening to a message one day preached by my spiritual father languages of spiritual power and he just said one thing one thing I prayed straight for about three to four months three hours every morning that's light one of the ways to know when true light eats you is that prayer power comes out of you if not, you are still doing an academic intellectual discourse on the Bible. Stay there. You are not done with your satchel. That's all that you read. You never say I'm stay, stay, stay. Stay on that thing that you are saying mm, mm, mm. until mm, imp- until impression becomes aggression. Until you look at one and you just say, You find yourself one day, two days, three days, four days, five days. There's more where it came from. I get the karata kapaka takata. Number three. Prayer responses to divine encounters. <laughs> Deuteronomy chapter 32 verse 24 to 29 and Hosea 12, 3 to 4 and he was left there alone and there wrestled a man with him till the breaking of the day. And when the man saw that he could not prevail against him, he taught the other of his time. He became weak and he said, I will not let you go until you bless me. The Bible tells us in Hosea chapter 3 verse 4 it looked like that wrestling was he was fighting, he was fighting. No, he said he sought it with strong tears and supplication. Crying. I will not let you go. I will not let you go. I will not let you go. Once again, encounters are not laurels for display on your shelf 
or documentaries for writing in your book. People have had divinely granted appearances, visions, but because of the way we make all these things look like measure of spiritual attainment. That is why, you know, you hear them come out and say, I saw three angels this morning when I was, and so what? And so what? What did they say to you? Nothing. How? How? If an angel comes to me physically, now he's in trouble. Listen now here. See, I will hold him. Do this, do this, do this. What can I ask you to do? Ask me anything. God sent me to, to God sent you to me. So ask. Oh yeah, tell me what will be in the next day. Yes, tell me what will be in the next day. No, you know, every morning before you go out, you should have ministrations with cherubs. You can be singing at the cherubs. If they finish singing with you, what next? Let's deal with what translates to results. You can have visions. Don't say, I have a lot of visions. The question is, what came out of the visions? And it is prayer that you used to respond to divine encounters for it to bring out its juice to you. So, if Jacob did not pray, he will have seen an angel, yet his life will not be changed. Because seeing the angel is number one. Telling the angel, deliver your goods. And he did not tell the angel, give me a vision. Because the angel came and they were fighting and the angel was going. He said, come, you go nowhere. He said, I need to go. You go nowhere. I need to go. You go nowhere. That means that encounters can be coming and going until you sit down and bring out the juice from it. It will do nothing to you. You fall under the power. There are people who fall under the power. They don't stand up. I'm going back to their seat. <laughs> when you fall under the power, do like the keyboard. Lie down there. Until you download what has happened to you. Don't stand up. Prayer is the response to encounters. I will not let go of you this encounter until all the things in you manifest in my life. Until you deliver the words of your blessing to me. I will not let go of you. It is in prayers many times that the encounters we have are distilled to us in meaningful informations. Pharaoh had a dream. The dream will have come, it will have gone, and they will have been in trouble until an interpreter came. Nebuchadnezzar had a dream. Nobody to interpret. It was Daniel that prayed it out. Meanwhile, do you know that inside the dream of Pharaoh were the details of the economy, what was about to happen in the economy? I just want you to imagine for a second that there was no Joseph. Will it mean that that encounter did not have its goods that it came to deliver? It did. But if there was no interpreter, what would have happened? You will have had encounters, yet the whole earth will have been as if God didn't tell somebody that this thing was going to happen. Maybe there are encounters you have had that you don't even know the meaning. In the twinkle of an eye, some of these things, as the power of God comes on you, it will rush through your faces. It will rush through your faces. And suddenly you start knowing what to do. Many men appointed for giant accomplishments will have mighty encounters, but they must learn to respond with prayers. 
after these things the lord appeared to abraham and said unto him i am your shield and your exceeding great reward genesis chapter 15 and verse 1 and the bible does not say abraham thank god stood up and he went to church to testify that an angel appeared to him last night he asked he asked what will you give me seeing that i go childless engage encounters engage it ask questions lord why did this thing flash what is it for plant the question oh lord this thing that you have shown me let it speak in my life let it speak maybe you know the meaning of your encounters let it speak respond with prayers prayers of inquiry prayers of divine intervention respond what's this what's this what's this what's this some people have encounters they'll come and tell the pastor am i the one that had the encounter don't be lazy there are things your pastor can never do for you it's better for you to take it in and then understand you cannot come and say so that i will not run off a tangent and miss it pastor i saw this and this is what i think it meant i prayed carefully this is what is coming to me from this then you look and say okay go ahead but say, eh, 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 eh. something's wrong but by yourself nobody can help you do this work of prayer you will pray it yourself you will inquire yourself number four prayer responses to divine pronouncements prayer responses to divine pronouncements oh son timothy wage a good warfare with the words that have gone ahead of you <laughs> say that thou mightest by them wage a good warfare Before Jesus went to the cross, divine pronouncements had gone ahead of him. You know Psalms chapter 16? You are the cup of my inheritance. You will not leave my soul in hell. You will not allow your only one to see corruption. The lines are falling onto me in pleasant places. I have a goodly heritage. It's a messianic psalm. It was a divine pronouncement concerning Jesus. How did Jesus respond? With prayers. Trap those words with prayers. This is the meaning of divine pronouncement. Words that come to you directly from the word is a little bit different from light. Light is understanding. The entrance of the word brings light and it gives it understanding. Do you understand that? So with light, to understand the answer to that thing, you understand that problem, you know what to do. Then you begin to pray. But with divine pronouncements, you will be reading and you will see things like God said the Lord to his anointed Cyrus whose hands are holding up to subdue kings before you I will loosen the loins of kings unto you so that they will open the two leaf gates gates that cannot keep shut I will go before you and make the crooked places straight I will break in pieces the gates of brass I will cut asunder the bars of iron I will give unto you treasures of darkness hidden riches of secret places that's divine pronouncement there's nothing to be understood there. The way it hits you is divine pronouncements. That's divine pronouncements. You must stand up with prayers. One day I was studying and I saw it. I will open the windows of heaven to you. Prove me now.
prove me now and see if I will not give you a blessing that you will not have room enough. You must answer with the energy of prayers. I began to say it in prayers because now this confession is weightier than the confession that you produce from your head. I am not sick, it's not a confession. You can be praying, praying, praying. Suddenly it strikes you. Surely go in. Divine pronouncement has come. It's time for you to get into prayers. And when you are praying, start saying, Surely, surely, surely. Now you sickness. Take your hands off me. <laughs> Respond to prophetic words. So divine pronouncements are either those things that jump out to you from the word of God or prophetic words from God's servants to you. Respond to it with prayers. Respond to it with prayers. The words of Jeremiah to Daniel became the force that steered Daniel up in prayers. All these prophecies from messages from the word in prayers to you or from the mouth of the prophets, you must learn to pray them in. Things hanging over your life can be pulled down by prayers. You must pull down words that are hanging over your life by prayers. What God has said to you about your city must be responded to with the energies of prayer. Those pronouncements for the takeover, they must be prayed in. Words have been spoken over you. You are taking over. You are taking over. You need to pray it in. We were preparing for a meeting. And my spiritual father, he said to me, he said, come, come, come. We're trusting God for money. He said, open your gates. The resources for your meeting, they are rushing in. The more you are spending, the more it is increasing. Ah, that is divine pronouncement. Answer has come. Divine pronouncement is answer. I carried those words. I went into the place of prayer. I began to pray. I came back from that meeting. I gathered people together. We sat around that word and prayed. And we prayed for about two hours. On the second hour, wisdom hit us on what to do. In 15 minutes, the money was ready. One of the sons to my spiritual father, he needed six million naira, six million naira, six million naira to do something. He was down. He had prayed, 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 fasted, 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 nothing. Then he called God's servant. I was, you know, jittery over the phone. Sir, we need this money now. We need this money now. <laughs> and all he just said, it will come. Divine pronouncement. He didn't pray one long prayer. As he said that word to him like this. And he knelt down to pray. In less than 60 seconds, what to do dropped. In less than 6 minutes, 6 million was around. Divine pronouncements are powerful. The word God has given you for the city. It is responding to you. The city is in the palm of your hands. This city is in the palm of your hands. The time has come. 
for you to take over that space that you are behind this mantle that causes the takeover is landing on you 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 this morning There are people suddenly the city is in the palm of your hands. Suddenly, 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 it's in the palm of your hands. Take it everywhere. words divine pronouncements had gone ahead of jesus but anna and simeon they were there in the prophet in the temple praying 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 anna prayed for at least 80 years why because some things that god has spoken needs energy but you have come on the mountain not to pray 80 years those things that you have written right now let power strike you let those things happen let them happen i speak let the power of god push them to happen elijah said before god whom i stand there shall be no rain and what did he do later i said go and tell him i hear the sound divine pronouncement of an abundance of rain and he went up to pray prayer is the response to divine pronouncements jesus said no i come to do your will in the volume of the books it is written of me but he was praying he was praying those things you have written out in your prophecy notes those things that god has told you that this is the season that you know that this is the season but it does not look like anything is happening around you just be praying in other tongues and seeing them coming into the palm of your hands see them in the palm of your hands see them in the palm of your hands see them in the palm of your hands that word that you are taking the city see it in your hands now
Amen. Prayer responses to destiny barriers and obstacles. When you start praying divine pronouncements and taking the city, there are obstacles. There are things that stand in your way. Sometimes some people have felt it in prayers. Some people have encountered it in prayers. Moses stood in front of the Red Sea. He lifted up his hand to heaven and he cried out to God. God said, why are you crying out to me? But look, you can see that God told him, why are you crying out to me? But what you don't know is that God responded because he cried out. You know, there are times that God expects you to use your authority. Yes, but if you don't know how to use it and you cry out to him, even if the answer he gives why are you crying out? Don't you know you should use your authority? It is better to cry out than to keep quiet and perish. When you stand in front of destiny barriers, destiny obstacles, prayer is the response. Jabez, the Bible says in 1 Chronicles chapter 4, verse 19, he was more honorable than his brothers. How did he get there? He was named Jabez because his mother said, I begat him in sorrow. But he went and when he saw that his destiny had been limited, impeded, obstructed, the Bible tells us that he began to cry, that thou wouldest enlarge me indeed, that thou wouldest bless me, enlarge my coast, increase my territory. Ezra had a barrier in front of him as they were going to complete the project that they were doing. Ezra chapter 8, you see verse 21 to 24, verse 31. And they had told the king that they did not need security men, but they knew that they were in trouble. And so the Bible tells us that they began to fast and pray. Anytime you encounter barriers, pray. Prayer is the response. Prayer is the response. Number six, prayer responses to needed deliverance. The Israelites will have been completely annihilated and they needed deliverance. So Esther said, go and tell them to fast for three days. In Esther chapter 4 verse 16. Go and fast. Go and fast. They looked in front, Red Sea. Behind, enemies, we need deliverance. Lord, move move Peter on the night that he was going to be beheaded before that time when they stretched forth hands let us kill Peter the church saw that if we don't pray now they will kill Peter the same way they killed James he is an apostle he is an apostle does not immune him to being killed it is power that can deliver him and then he prayed they prayed. The Bible says prayers were made without season. They needed deliverance. And they began to pray without season. Pray. There was a problem that I confronted. You know, a sickness issue. And I was there praying. Every morning, praying. Praying. It's not like, I'm not trying to suppose I say, say I can pray. No, I'm talking about a response to needed deliverance. I'm not talking about the person that is praying. He's a big man of God. It's because you used to pray now. No, no, no. I'm talking about you can see that there's a problem. And I need to come out of this thing. Lord, I need to come out. Stay there. Oh. 
Stay there. Stay there. Stay there until you grow bigger than that thing. Suddenly I started touching. Touching. See, that thing was crushed. Crushed. <laughs> Ezekiah he ran to God. He said, Look at what Senakarib is doing. <laughs> God laughed. When he prayed, God said, Go and rest. Go and rest. God did not even say, Array the armies. God sent an angel and killed 185,000 by himself. And lastly, prayer responses to divine assignments. Prayer responses to divine assignments. Lord, you are telling me to lead these people, but I will not go until you go with me. There is a divine assignment and you need some tools for the divine assignment. And you are shouting, Lord, I will not go till you go with me. Till you give me miracle working power. Till you give me assurance. They are told Gideon, go in this dynamite. He began to dialogue with the angel. Convince me. I need conviction on the assignment. You must pray. They told Nehemiah, they have destroyed the walls. Ah, it was his assignment to rebuild. The first thing he did was to go and pray. You respond to a call to divine assignment by praying. Praying for what you need. If you are not convinced, but you know that that's what you ought to do. Praying conviction. Maybe your own is that they are telling you a bad news and you feel like the responsibility is on you to do something. Go into prayers. There was a divine assignment before Esther and one of the things she needed was favor. She said, go and fast. Go and fast. You might need favor. Prayer. We'll go a long way. Prayer. Jesus was going to the cross. He began to pray. Ha! This one was the prayer that energizes a man's will to face death. He began to pray. Terrible. But he sat down there praying. 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 Paul said, many doors are opened unto me. Effectual. 1 Corinthians 16, 19. But there are many adversaries. What's the response? Pray. He was going to Thessalonica in 2 Thessalonians chapter 3, verse 2. He said, pray for us. You enter into a land, you pray. There is a divine assignment, you pray. Prayer responses for giant accomplishment. As you are praying, lens, energy to run for a long distance comes on you. As you are praying, death, secrets of God that you need to triumph comes to you. As you are praying, you begin to see your influence spreading, your vibes spread, going all over. As you are praying, height, your head stands up above your contemporaries. There are things that come to you in prayers. Instructions, God told Moses, stretch your hands, stop waiting on me. Stretch your hands. He stretched his hand, the Red Sea parted. Number two, insight. God gave Daniel insight into the king's dream when he prayed. Insight. Wisdom. Clarity. Number three, miracle working power. God parted the Red Sea. You can stretch the road, but only power can part the sea. 
Jesus lifted the five loaves of bread and broke the two fishes. And then suddenly, 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 multiplication. It was power that raised Lazarus from the dead. There are many things you need power for. As you pray, in response to all these things, power comes. Number four, angelic activities. I told you about Sennacherib. The angel went and killed 185,000. It was an angel that struck Peter and said, get up. And set him free. As you pray, favor. The favor you need comes to you. I know you are already looking at what you want to pray about. In a moment, I'll give you some time. Just begin to pray and begin to declare and just begin to pray. However, whatever you are responding to, just start praying the Holy Ghost. Lord, I enter. Place where no man went through you. I've made you an eternal excellency, the joy of many generations. I'm taking territories. Lembre gede bedia sabra da ya shakaya. Lembre gede bedia. Lembre gede See that city in the palm of your hands. Lembre de bedia.
You are taking over cities. The city is responding to you. In the place where no man went through you, I have made you an eternal excellency. The joy of many generations, the candle of visibility. There are seven people. It's coming upon their heads right now. Where they are, men are honoring you. Where they have once despised you. seven people let the power of god hit them now run through run through run through the candle of visibility whatever has been holding you down that spirit of shame that has been blocking you break Hey, the spirit of shame is lifting. The spirit of shame is lifting. You are holding this thing. You are holding it. You are holding it. You are holding it. You are holding it. You are Victory is entering into your hands. Pray in the Holy Ghost. Victory. 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 Victory, your mouth is full of utterances. Release those utterances. You are taking nations. You are taking nations. The utterance of the mighty. The visage of the Colossus. Tangible progress. Tangible progress. Tangible progress. Tangible progress. You are making tangible progress. You are making tangible progress. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. For we give you a mouth and a wisdom which none of your adversaries will be able to comprehend or to resist. God is putting utterances in someone's mouth. Take. Mantale God is promoting your ministry, bringing you into a new plane of authority. Ayabradiasha, ministers here. God is doing something. 
God is shifting your ministries. God is giving you a new order of finances, of honor, of finances. New miracle working power. Miracle working power. Break! Malabaria Sam Regedebedia Shagaba. Ye Regedebedia Shkarada. Ye Regedebedia. Lem Regedebedia Sam Redeash. Lem Regedebia Shkarada. Beredia Shagaba. Yem Regedebedia Shalaba. Lem Regedeberadia. Yam Ragada Bashala. Ye Redebelebiasha. Your turn around has come on. Things are turning around suddenly, 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 suddenly. For out of your belly shall flow forth rivers of living water. I see wells of creativity being unlocked, being unlocked, being unlocked. A new dimension of creativity. A new dimension of creativity. People are breaking out. You are breaking out into your large flesh. You are flying. Go and fly. Go and fly. Let that ministry fly. Let that ministry fly. Thou hast made my feet like hinds feet. I speak right now from this session. Miracles. 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 Break. Whatever has been holding you down. Whatever has been stopping. Breaks. Manta lebre gedebia shagaya. Yabra dabalada bregadashaya. Laya baradea shakaya. Yebre gedebia. Ayaya, those things that you need the angels of God to do for you. I speak. Let the angels of God begin to run on your behalf. Let that angel of the basket go and bring resources. Turn resources to you. Continuously. Turn resources to you. In the name of Jesus. Miracle fire. Miracle fire. Miracle fire. Miracle fire. Miracle fire. Miracle fire, miracle fire, born sickness, born disease, born sickness, born lumps. Azekerushaga, gadekaraga, let that cancer dry up. Keep the tongues in your mouth. Keep praying. Keep praying. Yelebedia Sam Rakadabash. Manda 
Yembre gede askaradias, lembre de gedia basambre de gebalas, limbre de vediasa. I'm seeing some people set aside for tangible favors with screams some of them you will hear them shouting let the power of God run through favors things are entering into your hands easily favors that attract resources you are taking territories As I'm speaking, those angels are running. They 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 are making things happen on your behalf. Suddenly, 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 this mountain is your mountain of shift. I'm not talking about gradual. I'm talking about sudden shift. Sudden shift. Sudden leaps. Sudden shifts. Sudden turnarounds. Sudden turnarounds. In the name of Jesus. Lift up your hands, give him praise. Give him praise, give him glory. Thank him. Bless his name. Give him a big shout of praise. You've been listening to Pastor Dr. Tara Akinkwade, the senior pastor of the Standing Church. We believe you've been blessed by God's word and are set to experience miracles. If you have never made the decision to be saved and would like to receive Jesus into your life, please say the following words out loud. Lord Jesus, I confess you as Lord over my life. I believe that you died for me and that God raised you from the dead. I receive all that you made available for me through your death, burial, and resurrection. I declare right now that I am a child of God. I am free from sin and I am the righteousness of God. Amen. Congratulations, you are now saved. We are so glad you made the decision to be saved today. If you would like to share your testimony with us, you can contact us on our social media platforms on Facebook at The Standing Church and on Instagram at The underscore Standing underscore Church. You can also call us on 081-3477-3145 or visit our website at www.thestandingchurch.com. God bless you.